0: Amsterdam, Netherlands. In Amsterdam's lively Calverstraat, Jasper, a mid level IT manager, became entangled in a complex web of cyber espionage. It all began when he received a LinkedIn message from someone claiming to be a recruiter for a renowned tech firm. So the recruiter said Hi, Jasper, I came across your profile and was impressed by your experience in cybersecurity. Our firm is looking for someone with your expertise. Would you be open to discussing a potential opportunity? Jasper, intrigued by the offer, replied affirmatively. So, over the next few weeks, the recruiter, whom Jasper believed to be named Eric, engaged him in detailed conversations about cybersecurity trends. Eric skillfully steered the discussions toward Jasper's current work, subtly probing for information about his company's security systems. Eric, We're exploring new security protocols. What challenges have you faced with your current VPN setup? Jasper. Well, we've had to overhaul our system recently. It's a complex setup now, but definitely more secure. As trust grew, Eric suggested they meet in person to discuss the job offer in detail. They arranged to meet at a cafe near Dam Square. Excited about the prospect, Jasper prepared to share his knowledge, not realizing that he was falling into a trap. At the cafe, Eric was joined by another colleague. They chatted amiably and Jasper felt at ease. The conversation smoothly turned to technical specifics. Jasper, caught up in the moment, revealed more than he should have, including critical details about his company's VPN access. Unknown to Jasper, the meeting was a ruse. Eric and his colleague were not recruiters, but skilled cyber threat actors. Using the information Jasper provided, they were able to breach his company's network, leading to a significant data leak. (music) Lagos, Nigeria Ada, a finance executive working in Lagos, bustling Victoria Island, found herself at the center of a cyber espionage saga when she received an encrypted email reportedly from a Nigerian government official. The email said, Dear Ada, we have selected your firm for an audit due to recent regulatory changes. Please review the attached document and prepare the necessary financial reports." Ada, believing the email to be legitimate, clicked on the attachment and the file installed malware on her computer. After studying Ada's online behavior for months, the thread actors knew she wouldn't question an official-looking document. Over the following weeks, the malware transmitted critical financial data back to the attackers. It included a key logger, which recorded every keystroke, and a backdoor, which allowed remote access to her system. Ada's company's financial strategies, client information, and internal communications were compromised. It wasn't until a routine security check by the IT department that the breach was discovered. But by then, the damage was already done. The attackers had used the stolen information to manipulate stock prices, causing significant financial harm to the company. Milan, Italy Marco, a fashion designer in Milan's prestigious Via Monte Napoleone, became the unsuspecting target of a cyber espionage plot. It all started when he met two individuals at a fashion event who introduced themselves as suppliers of luxury fabrics. Over the next few weeks, they connected with Marco on social media, engaging him with posts and messages about potential collaborations. They used encrypted messaging apps for communication, building a sense of security and exclusivity. Supplier, we've been following your work, Marco, Your designs are breathtaking. Would love to show you some exclusive fabrics that could inspire your next collection." Excited about the opportunity, Marco agreed to meet them for a demonstration. During the meeting, they asked to use his laptop to show him a presentation. This was the moment a Trojan was covertly installed on his device. The Trojan gave the attackers access to Marco's digital sketches, client lists, and confidential correspondences. They stole his designs and sold them to his competitors, leading to a significant loss of revenue and reputation for Marco's employer. Rio de Janeiro, Brazil In the vibrant Copacabana neighborhood of Rio de Janeiro, Sophia, a junior engineer at a local energy company, found herself in the middle of a cyber espionage operation. The plot began with a chance encounter at a local cafe, where Sophia met two individuals, Lucas and Gabriela, who introduced themselves as environmental activists. Over several casual meetings, they discussed environmental issues, a cause close to Sophia's heart. The attackers, aware of Sophia's passion for environmental activism, use this as a basis to build a connection with her. Lucas, it is inspiring to see someone in the energy sector so committed to the environment. We are organizing a small gathering to discuss green energy. Would you like to join us? Sophia, absolutely. It is rare to meet people who are genuinely concerned about these issues. So gradually, they introduced the idea of Sophia helping them understand the energy sector better for their cause. They expressed interest in learning about the company's projects, especially those related to sustainable energy. In one of their meetings, they presented Sophia with a USB flash drive, claiming it contained important research on renewable energy. When Sophia used the drive on her work laptop, it covertly installed surveillance software giving the attackers remote access to her device. Through this access, they monitored Sophia's communications and gathered sensitive information about energy projects, including strategic plans and confidential reports. A competing firm later used this information to gain an unfair advantage in the market. The breach was eventually discovered during a security audit, but the revelation came too late. The stolen information had already been exploited leading to significant setbacks for Sophia's company. Paris, France. Antoine, a marketing director working on Paris's Champs-Élysées, became the target of a sophisticated phishing scheme. The attack began with an email from a seemingly reputable market research firm. So the email said, Dear Antoine, We're conducting a survey on marketing strategies in the luxury goods sector. Your expertise would be invaluable. Could you request a few minutes of your time to complete our survey? So intrigued by the opportunity to share his knowledge and contribute to industry research, Antoine clicked on the link provided in the email. The link led to a professionally designed survey that cleverly asked for detailed information about upcoming marketing strategies and product launches. As Antoine filled out the survey, he unknowingly gave the attackers valuable insights into his company's future plans. The information was detailed, covering aspects like target demographics, marketing channels, and product release dates. One of the survey questions asked, what innovative marketing channels are you planning to explore for your upcoming product launch? Antoine's response, we're looking at a digital first approach, leveraging social media influencers and online platforms predominantly. Unknown to Antoine, the survey was a front for a corporate espionage operation. The attackers used the information to create a counter campaign, which was launched by a competitor just days before Antoine's company's product launch. This preemptive strike caused confusion in the market and diluted the impact of his company's campaign. The breach was discovered when Antoine's team noticed striking similarities between their strategy and the competitor's campaign. An investigation revealed the phishing attack but the damage to the company's market position had already been done.